Welcome to another episode of On Track with Lani Fogelberg, the place you come to get your life on track, your head, your mind, your business, your career, all of the above. And of course, we're filming in the wonderful On Track studio here at the Hampton Downs International Motorsport Park if you're watching on YouTube. Otherwise, to all of my audio listeners, welcome and thank you for tuning in again. Today, I'm answering a question that quite a few people ask me. <laughs> and it was an Instagram DM recently that spurred me to talk about goal setting today. So we're actually just going to jam through my practical tips for goal setting. A little bit of context um, in terms of me, if you haven't seen me before or you haven't listened to one of my podcasts before. My name is Lani Fogelberg, of course, and at age 34, I've achieved some stuff in my life. Um, <laughs> I'm involved in a few different businesses. I have a management consulting business where I work with 25 businesses across Australia and New Zealand to achieve their strategic priorities. Very nerdy. We love it. Um, and I'm also involved as a shareholder in a startup, various things. What else do I do? Property stuff. I'm all over the show, right? And so for me to keep my life organized and to actually achieve the stuff that I want to achieve, I really have to have good systems in place to be able to do that. And yep, I've got help, that's great. But for my stuff that I'm responsible for, I still have to have good systems, right? What I'm gonna share with you today is a combination of what works for me and what works for my clients. So part of the process that I go through when I'm consulting is essentially the goal setting process. Now it might be hard to believe <laughs> that I am actually not a naturally conscientious person unless it's something that I'm very interested in. So unless it's a topic or a task that I'm super vibing, super into, I'm not a, a naturally conscientious person and that surprises people because of my output and because of what I'm actually able to do. But because I'm not that naturally way in that, you know, that way, sorry, naturally inclined, I have to have systems in place that enable me to do the things that I need to do and get the results that I want and the results that I ultimately get. So this method that I have designed, I actually realized much later on, it basically follows the SMART goals framework. <laughs> so if you haven't heard of the SMART, S-M-A-R-T goals framework, it basically stands for specific measurable, achievable, relevant, time-bound. So it basically means that when you're setting goals, you've got to hit all of those points. As I go through this, I'll also use two types of examples to help contextualize this for you, particularly those of you that are listening to this um, audio version as opposed to watching on YouTube. We will have some handy little things come up on screen to help guide you through. But we'll use a personal kind of goal and a business kind of flared goal as well, uh, depending on kind of what you guys are up to, so that you've got something that's, yeah, easily able to help you contextualize what I'm saying and contextualize this process that I'm going to talk through. I'm so excited. So let's get into it. This is where we could have that like, da 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 da. Step one, the vision. I'm not going to make you make a vision board even though those things do work but my first step when I'm goal setting is talking about the vision and I'm not talking about this like great amazing big thing pie in the sky covered in diamonds and crystals and unicorns and chocolate that's not what I'm talking about I'm just talking about the next vision like what what is the next thing that you're aiming for what what can you see in your mind and you're like I want that 
like that's what I want and like we're trying to be realistic here right and I'm all for being delusional don't get me wrong <laughs> I think I need to do another episode on delusion I think delusion can be very effective when it comes to bringing your goals into existence but we want to just have something that we can genuinely connect to so that we feel motivated to achieve it quite often by human nature if something seems unrealistic we're like oh I can't do that um, and again that's something else I could get into in terms of limiting beliefs but you know it does need to be kind of realistic so when you've got that that vision like what's that one thing that you want to achieve and here I'll start with two examples right one is I want to lose 20 kilos or 10 kilos right um, I want I want to lose some weight and I want to be able to run um, in a five kilometer event at the end of the year or whenever um, business context it might be I want to make a million dollars this year Let, let's just keep it simple so that's the first step in my goal setting process it's to get a nice one or two sentences defined on what is that next goal what is that next vision the next thing you're going to do is brain dump all of the things all of the things that you think can actually contribute to that vision and the you know for losing weight it might be I need to yeah I want to buy a new pair of running shoes um, I want to join a gym I want to um, look on Facebook or within my friend circle or anyone else who might want to do some kind of challenge with me like for example walking a number of steps a day you know there is all or anything anything I can learn to cook um, I can I want to maybe swap out two of my lunches a week for home-cooked meals as opposed to stuff that I buy takeaway when I'm at work so Honestly, just brain dumping anything that could possibly help you on the way to that goal. Don't judge yourself, don't try and qualify it, don't try and work out whether it's legit or not, just get it out there. Business, there's so many different examples I could use in terms of, you know, what do I need to do to achieve this vision of turning over a million dollars, but you know, some of it might be to do with improvements to your products or services anything I might need to hire a couple of people to be able to get to that point um, I might need to you know have new branding done or I might need to tap into XYZ market brain dump keyword here brain dump <laughs> everything that you can so to recap quickly we've established kind of just the next vision and we've written down a bunch of stuff that we think can help us get there that's all we've done super simple right the next step in my goal setting method I really need to come up with a snazzy name for that open to suggestions is prioritize three of them so of all that stuff you've just brain dumped think about these questions when you're going through and looking at that list what are the most valuable things I've just written down what are the most powerful things I've just written down and when I say powerful I mean what's going to have the biggest potential impact but with the least amount of time or effort so you kind of just want to look through that list and work out what's what's glaring out at me as the number one priority here or the 
I mean, we're after three. So what are the top three most important, most valuable things that I can do of all the stuff that I've just written down? And this is an incredible process to go through in business. Like, believe me when I say that this works. It's the same framework I go through with all of my clients. And it's not necessarily an easy thing to do, especially when it's your own business or it's your own life. So by all means, seek out someone to help you. Um, you may want to consider joining my online consulting group if you're in business where we go through this process quite regularly. But once you've answered kind of those questions and you've worked out of all that brain dump stuff what the three top priority things are, they become your annual goals. They become the three things that you need to achieve this year. Now, before you say, but Lani, the stuff I've written down is not gonna take me a whole year. That's okay. You can achieve them and tick them off, but we're not finished yet. <laughs> we're not finished yet. And you might see that some of the stuff you've written down is bigger and hairier and takes longer to achieve than what you just think at a glance when you've put it down. But we, we put them as a year because it's very important to have time bound goals, right? There's the T of the SMART goals setting framework. Specific, relevant, actionable, sorry, achievable, measurable, and time bound. There's the time bound bit. And we've also gotten things which are relevant, right? I've got this vision here. I've brained up a whole lot of things that can contribute to it. I've brained up a whole lot of things that are relevant. So you can see how this method kind of ties back into that SMART goals framework. Before we move on to the next step, I just want to talk about time-bound goals for a second. If you wind back to the very, 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 very beginning of the time that I started podcasting, 17th of January, 2020, New Year's resolutions and why you should stop making them. That was an episode I did and talked about why I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. I'm going to talk about this in my upcoming ebook as well. And it's because generally we set New Year's resolutions just because it's the new year, not because we genuinely think that these are time-bound goals. And it's a really bad way of looking at things if you actually want to achieve the things that you want to achieve. So that's why we always start with the vision and start to prioritize the things we think can contribute to it. Because then we put the first time frame around it and we then whittle that down until we get to basically what we're doing next week this month this week this month so let's go back to the process we've prioritized our top three we're going to say this is what we're doing this year and for the you know for the person who's trying to lose weight it might be i am going to run the five kilometer race that's being held in this location on the 16th of October. And so that, that becomes one of the annual goals, right? And in business, it might be, I'm going to hire a business development manager and have them outputting X, Y, Z. Honestly, this is so vast, but I hope by using these examples, it's contextualizing it a little bit. So the next step is to get more specific We've got our top three priorities for the year. Now we want to get a little bit more specific. By essentially breaking those three down into smaller chunks, we can start to tighten up. We can start to close up the time frame. 
So when we've got these three goals, by breaking them into as many smaller chunks as we need to, we can essentially give ourselves like a quarterly goal or a quarterly objective. Something that we can achieve in three months. And there are two different ways you can approach this. You might decide to break down your annual goals and actually map them out for an entire year by going, all right, this is what I'm gonna do in this three months, this is what I'm gonna do in this three months, and so on and so forth. Or you might just wanna look at the three months ahead of you. And, and that's the process I'm gonna talk about today. We're just gonna stick with looking at the three months ahead of us. We also, by doing that, we start to get a natural, like a natural sense of what's actually realistic or not <laughs> as well. So when we start to say, okay, is this actually achievable? You know, we're not setting ourselves up to fail by trying to do something that would take three years and three months, right? So we kind of start to, when we break these annual goals down, work out what's actually achievable. And that's when we start to realize, oh, okay, maybe these aren't so easy to achieve after all. Maybe I do need to break these down into some smaller chunks and shorter periods of time. So if you've broken one of those original top three priorities into like five or six things, one of those becomes one of the three things you're gonna aim for this quarter in the next three months. And we don't add any more than that. We just want to be focusing on no more than three things for the three months. We don't wanna be moving one millimeter in a hundred different directions. We wanna be moving like a hundred meters, 300 meters, a kilometer in like a couple of directions, right? So that's why we really limit we don't get overexcited, we limit ourselves on what we put down for what we achieve in those three months. And now the fun really begins because that's when things can start to become tangible as we take those quarterly ones, we break them down once more. So we've started with the vision, all the things that can contribute to that vision, we've prioritized three of those to get our annual situation. We've broken those down to get the next three months ahead of us. And then as we break those things down, we pretty much get to a point of this is what we need to do this month if we're going to reach that annual goal kind of thing. And if you're breaking, if you're breaking down these quarterly like three month type objectives and they're too, like they seem too big, that's okay. You're just going to take one or two of those steps and that's like what you're going to try and achieve this month. So if your goal was, for example, to lose weight and you decided that you're going to aim for this year to run the five kilometer race on the 16th of October, your first three month objective might just be able to run 1500 meters without stopping. Now that, that's where I'm gonna to get to. I'm gonna be able to run 1500 meters without stopping. And what do I need to do to get started? I need to go out and buy my shoes. I need to join the gym so that I can do some cross training and get into a program to prevent injury as I'm learning to run. And I'm gonna, I wanna be able to look back at the end of those three months and say that I'm able to run 1500 meters breath free. So over the next four weeks, I'm gonna increase my running time by you know, three minutes or five minutes or 10 minutes each time. Like that's how granular you actually wanna get because suddenly you've got things that are achievable. You go from thinking, oh man, like there's no way I can run 1500 meters, 1 1.5 kilometers without stopping right now, but 
I can do these things. <laughs> I can get my shoes. I can join my gym and research the programs that I want to adopt to help prevent, you know, ankle sprains or knee injuries or whatever. And suddenly that goal of doing the 5Ks at the end of the year becomes a little bit closer because you've gone through this process of turning your vision into actual tangible goals and time-bound achievable action steps that you can do. So you can see if you're like if you're a business person, if you're a self-employed person, you can see how this method is actually going to get you moving in the direction that you want to move because you've taken the time to work out what needs to be done. Now that can be a very complex process if you've got a huge business with lots and lots of moving parts and lots and lots of different people. It's probably not a task you're going to get through by yourself. You'll need your advisory board and and other people within the business and divisional managers to work through that, but if you're a self-employed solopreneur, man, this is for you. This is going to get you on the track of achieving your actual goals in business. So if that was a million dollars, right, and you decided that you needed to um, design a new service to tap into a different area of the market in order to, you know, match your revenue in another area, you might need to hire someone for that. You might need to have new websites built or new landing pages built. You might need to update your accounting system so that it makes it easier to, to, to collect money. You might need to be investing in certain areas. So you need to make sure you've got good cash collection procedures so that the cash you're invoicing is actually coming in so that you can make these investments. Like, man, I can go on there. I probably bored those of you who aren't in business by going into that. but. It's only once you get to that point of having your action steps for the month that you write to-do lists, right? Like if you've just got a goal, writing one big to-do list is not helpful. You've got to go through that process of getting to kind of the time-bound three-month, this-month action steps and goals, and then you write your to-do list. So for the person trying to lose weight, joining the gym, okay, research gyms in my area that could be suitable for me. Ask my friends what gyms they go to. Like that's only, only when you whittle it down to that point that you start writing a to-do list. I could honestly talk all day about this subject, about goal setting. That's a rough, I mean, that's not a rough outline. That's a detailed um, overview. <laughs> like look into my entire goal setting process and that, that's how I run my life. That is how I run my life. I go through that process for my consulting business. I go through that process for myself personally. I go through that process with dozens of other people and they all get the outputs that they're after from it. So it works. I hope it works for you. And of course, I'd love your feedback. So if you try it, let me know in the comments, either on the Instagram post at Lani Fogelberg or on this YouTube episode if you are watching it. I'll also link through to a copy of the Trello board template that I use to manage this for businesses, which has instructions on how to use it. You can adopt it to yourself personally. Uh, actually, you know what? I've got two versions of that as well. I've got like a masculine vibe one and then I've got like a pink girly one. So I'll link those for you guys as well. I'll give those to you and um, let me know how you go with your goal setting. All the best and thank you so much for watching or listening to this episode. I hope you have an amazing day.